Welcome to the Chasing Curiosity with Shells podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Holden, and I am currently living in Spring, Texas. I created this podcast to inspire you to chase your curiosities in life and to get the most out of it. So in this podcast, over the episodes, we will be talking about everything from self-development to relationships, entrepreneurship, and adventure. Plus, I will also interview those who inspire me and to pique my curiosity. So without further ado, let's get into today's show. Hey there, you are listening to episode number three, choosing one word for 2020 to make massive impact. There is so much power in our words. So much power. The words that we tell ourselves, the words that we say to others, and the labels that we put on things. Last week, I spoke about my power promise and how that word power alone made such a massive impact for me to change the trajectory of my life, my family's life, and really for all of humanity. I did a book club this past year on the book, The Four Agreements. Oh my gosh, have y'all read this? It's a game changer and I highly recommend it. In fact, I bought copies for my mom and my sisters for Christmas. And I know that my mom has finished reading it. So to my sisters, if you're listening, you better read it. Hint, hint. In this book, Don Miguel introduces the first agreement which is to be impeccable with our word. And why is this so important? Our word has the power to create, and it is a force in which we express ourselves and communicate. But on the flip side, it's also how we can destroy and harm and cause doubt, basically, Our word is powerful. And I find this so fascinating because we can truly use our words for truth and love, not only towards others, but most importantly, to ourselves. We can either choose to spread love or fear. So I was having coffee uh, with a good friend of mine a few weeks ago, Julie, and she asked me if I had picked out a word for the new year. I said yes, but I told her I really wasn't even sure like what to do with that word. I was curious though, so I asked her, why do you pick a word? She referenced a great book called One Word That Will Change Your Life by authors John Gordon, Dan Britton, and Jimmy Page. You can check the show notes. I've put links in there for you to um, purchase it on Amazon, or they even have the Audible version, which is what I listen to. It's super quick and easy, so if you're interested, I highly recommend you check it out. Anywho, in doing some digging, the authors found in their research that we have the power to change our lives by focusing on one word for the year. 
They said, while 50% of people who make New Year's resolutions fail before the end of January, it's because they are focused on too many things. This is basically what I discussed in episode two, which is why you should go back and listen to that if you haven't already. And by choosing a single word, we can eliminate all the noise and distraction and chaos and just focus on that word to encompass all areas of our life. Areas like relationships, like our work, our finances, our goals and dreams, and even our faith. And this got me to thinking about the word that I used for 2019. Unstoppable. As I say this, I'm doing a power stance right now because every time I say this word, that just makes me feel unstoppable. And it's funny, I have to share this story. My mom sent me a screenshot the other day and it was a picture of the results from a Facebook quiz she had taken You know, those quizzes where it's like, what celebrity do you most resemble or what kind of dog would you be? Anywho, the quiz was, why did you give your daughter her name? This is what it said. Chelsea means unstoppable. And of course, it went on to say other things, but I was like, what kind of voodoo magic is this? I mean, seriously, for it to have this meaning unstoppable was just so awesome to me. And before I've ever even seen this meaning, I chose this word because it's how I wanted to feel about all things in life. I wanted to feel empowered and like nothing could hold me back. And while I didn't decide on the word until about May of last year, I had already felt this amazing shift. Thinking about it now, this word tied into so many different areas. It made me unstoppable with my power promise of no alcohol. It made me unstoppable with my drive to be in peak physical and mental shape, unstoppable with chasing my dreams and unstoppable with co-creating the best life I can. Most importantly, though, it was a reflection of the years prior where no matter what I was going through, no matter the heartache and the loss that hit my family in 2017, I was, in fact, unstoppable. I was no longer being held back or letting outside forces dictate how I was going to live. And while I didn't realize the impact a single word could have on my life then, after chasing my curiosity, I became more aware of how a single word can, in fact, create clarity, create power, passion, and real-life change. Isn't this amazing? So my word for this year is fun. And I initially picked the word fun to experience more fun in 2020, right? Who doesn't want that? 
I want to bring fun into my work and into my relationships, not only with my husband, but with my friends and with my clients and with strangers. And I told my sister, Brooke, this word, and she she kind of looked at me and laughed and was like, yeah, like you need more fun. Well, I mean, I like to think Ronnie and I have as much fun as possible, but I probably put more emphasis on the word and made it more complicated by making it an acronym. So I'm not recommending that you do this by any means. In fact, keep it simple when picking your word. But in case you're curious, I want to share what the acronym is. F stands for fearless. I am choosing to be more fearless in the pursuit of my dreams. Like creating this podcast, for example, like chasing my dreams to create courses and to educate and to inspire others. And then you stands for unapologetic. I have this burning desire to be unapologetic about who I am and to walk fully into my truth. I believe without a shadow of a doubt that God created me to do some amazing things. And while I have flaws and I am not perfect, I am in fact unapologetic about being as authentic and real as I can be. And then we come to N. N, as I have put it, stands for no, for new, and for now. Again, I probably made this a little more complicated than I needed to, but it's fun for me. See what I did there? (laughs) I am saying no to people and things that are not in alignment with me. And that are people and things that are not in alignment with where I'm headed and with my core values. And I think sometimes when we talk about choosing to not hold on to relationships with people that are no longer serving you, people tend to get scared. It's You've lived in this comfort of hanging around with people, but when you really evaluate a relationship and what you're bringing to the table and what the other person is bringing to the table, you've got to ask yourself, how is this serving me? is this serving me anymore? Is this relationship toxic? And I'm not saying that you just cut ties and become a recluse. No, not at all. But what I'm saying is to be intentional about your relationships and about the things that you say yes to. Because when you say yes to something, You're also saying no to something else. When you say yes to doing a project or something for someone else, and it may not be a hell yes, you're saying no to time that could be spent elsewhere, time that could be spent on things that bring you joy. So really think about it the next time you say yes. And it's okay to say no more. In fact, no is a complete sentence. So then we're on to new now. I am co-creating a new self 
by doing work to be conscious of my actions. I am creating a new me. And I love the old me, don't get me wrong, because this girl, me, has got me to where I'm at now. But I have a desire to be new and to bring new life and new energy and new inspiration and new motivation to everyone around me. And then lastly, now. I am choosing to take action now. Like this podcast, for example. While it's not perfect and it's nowhere near where I dream and have faith it will be, we have to start sometime. My sometime is now. I am not waiting to be happy. I am not waiting for the right moment. No, I am acting now and I am acting now in faith, in faith that this plan for my life has already been laid out and I am trusting in the fact that I am just walking into my truth. So fearless, unapologetic, no, new, and now. Fun, right? I think so. I want to give you some tips, three steps, in fact, from the book that I referenced earlier, one word that will change your life. Um, And when you're looking to pick your word, these are some tactical steps that you can follow. So as the book outlines, step one is to look in, to prepare your heart. They suggest unplugging with solitude and with silence. No distractions. I love to do this in the morning. I call it my miracle mornings. In fact, there's also another book you can pick up, which is called Miracle Mornings. There's different variations of it. And I will talk about miracle mornings in later episodes. But for me, looking in and preparing my heart for the day looks like sitting in silence first thing in the morning before the sun has risen, when the house is quiet and calm, when I've got a fresh cup of coffee, it allows me to sit and to pray and to listen. So when you unplug in your silence, there are questions that you can ask yourself. And these questions are, what do I need? What is in my way? And what needs to go? I'm going to repeat those for you. So when you look in, you ask yourself, what do I need? What is in my way? What needs to go? I think these questions are so important. And sometimes if we don't have direction, let's say like with journaling or sitting in silence and how even to do that, sometimes a simple question can give us the focus that we need to really get to the answers that we're looking for. Step two is to look up. Discover your word with the simple questions like above, but look up, look up and plug in with prayer and surrender. For me, that is praying to God. It is talking to the universe. It is talking to my father who passed away and to my mother-in-law who passed away in 2017. It is looking up and looking beyond a power greater than myself to pray to and to surrender. And and when you're praying, you ask again, your higher power, you ask, what 
do you want to do in me and through me? You have to get out of your own way when you ask these questions. When you're surrendering, you have to realize that this surrender comes from a place of having faith and knowing that your needs, your desires were A, put there by the creator, but also that they will come to fruition and it may not look like what you had planned, but that the plan itself is much greater than anything you could ever dream of. So again, ask yourself, what do you want to do in me and through me? And you have to listen and be open to receive what that answer is, to receive what that word is. Step three, look out. Live your word. And you need to do this by keeping your word front and center. In fact, as I'm recording this right now, I have a rock that was given to me by my good friend, Shelly. And on it, I wrote my word for 2020. I wrote fun on it. So I keep this with me on my desk, which I see every day. And then when I leave, I keep it and put it in my bag. I also have fun on a vision board that I had made in the past that I stare at. And I recommend that you take your word and you can put it on a sticky note on your mirror. You can save it as a screensaver to your phone. Um, Maybe you put it in your car or in your office on your desk. And aside from putting it everywhere in your surrounding, you also need to share it to ensure accountability. So again, the three steps, look in, look up, and look out. Some examples I want to give you of words that people have used before. You've already got my first one, which was unstoppable. But some good words are grace, extending grace to yourself, extending grace to others, alive, to really live, to feel alive in all situations, to maybe stay alive, to pray for healing. Balance. Maybe you need to balance your your work and your passions and kids and helping others. Maybe you just need to find this peace with a balance in your life. How about free? Free from distractions, free from stressors, free from negative relationships. And then there's fearless, which is a great one too. It's part of my word fun, but fearless, fearless in the pursuit of your dreams and fearless in taking risks. Maybe there's things that you've always wanted to do and you haven't had the courage to do it yet, but be fearless, my friend. It'll be so much fun. And the last word, for example, is rest. Maybe this is a year that you just need to slow down and to give yourself as much rest and relaxation as possible. Fun has already shown up this year for me in many ways. I'm having more fun creating and sharing with you and in different ways than I ever have before, like this podcast and in my social media, and in the courses that I already have outlined and will be planning soon to make new to the world. I can't wait to see 
where this word is going to show up in my life. And I can't wait to see where your words will show up in yours. I encourage you to follow these steps, my friend, to choose a word, to put the word out there wherever you'll see it most. And I encourage you to share it with me, to share it with friends, so that you have some accountability to make sure that you are living out your word. And when you share it with me, be sure to tag me on Instagram at laidbackrealtor and tell me what your word is. You can also use the, use the hashtag chasing curiosity with Chels. I am so curious to know. I really want to be your cheerleader. I want to encourage you. I want to check in with you. I want to see if, if your word was grace, are you extending that grace to yourself? If your word was rest, did you take time to just be? I am here for you. Know that it all comes from love. I pray that this episode was insightful for you. I pray that I brought some inspiration and some motivation to you. And I pray that it has helped you think about how you use your words on the daily. Be kind when speaking to yourself. And be kind when speaking to others by choosing loving words. I am so appreciative that you're here. I am so grateful that you have chimed into this episode. I would love it if you would leave me some feedback, if you would leave a review and take the time to write one out. If this episode resonated with you, please take a screenshot and share it on social media. Tag me at Laidback Realtor. Use the hashtag Chasing Curiosity with Chels. If you think that this episode would be good for someone else, please don't keep it a secret. That's all I have for you today, friends. Love and light. Adios.